the icons of real estate podcast are you ready to learn the proven money-making secrets from top producing icon agents ready to skyrocket your business this podcast is for you tune in every week and find out how to implement proven strategies to 10 times your business from three million dollars to 30 million dollars in just 12 months brought to you by the masters in real estate marketing ardor seo Welcome to the Icons of Real Estate. I'm Tim Calloway. We have a very special guest for you today from my hometown of Houston, Texas, Rachel Allen with eXp. How are you, Rachel? Hey, I'm doing great. Doing great. great. Yeah, thanks for being on the program today. So, Rachel, I'm going to ask you the same thing I ask everybody. This might be the only question that's the same for everybody right at the beginning. Hmm. Were you uh, a, a young child of five years old tugging at your parents' pant leg saying, <laughs> I can't wait to be a realtor when I grow up? Or were you like most of us where you just kind of fell back into it? Uh, let's see. I'm sure I fell into it along the way. I know I wanted to be a lawyer and a doctor and a veterinarian. Those were my top okay. three choices initially. Okay. But, I how that points towards, uh, you know, being a realtor. <laughs> but I want to say it was probably maybe when I was uh, maybe 10, 11, 12, Wow. I knew I wanted to have an office. And this is this is just a quick story about manifestation. Okay. There was something that told me I wanted to be a business professional mm -hmm. and I wanted to have my own office because I vividly saw this picture of me like looking out of a window of my wow. own office. I didn't know what I was doing, but um, see this window behind me here? I closed well, it, it so I, I didn't get a light from it, but, uh, but I got my office. Nice, nice. I didn't know it was going to be in real estate though. <laughs> Right. Well, it does, sometimes that doesn't matter. I remember having the same types of, uh, you know, discussions with my friends when I was young. And I go, I don't care what I do as long as I wear a suit. That was my whole deal. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of not realizing, you know, back and I'm much older than you, not realizing that, you know, the guy over at Sears wore a suit selling uh, yeah. you know, washers and dryers. Anybody can wear a suit. Now the goal is to spend every day wearing your pajamas. Right. Not, yeah, exactly. How funny has that changed, right? It's like, you know, <laughs> hey, and now I'm working from home and, you know, I, I sleep next to my office. You know? There you go. So funny. Go. So funny. <laughs> so uh, tell me, how did you get into real estate? What's the story? Did you have a mentor or somebody who pulled you in or did you just go find somebody who knew what they were doing and ask them for help? So I got into real estate by way of real estate investing, to be honest. Okay. Um, I am a full-time real estate agent, but it was, I picked up the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad by mm -hmm. Robert Kiyosaki. I'm actually rereading it right now. But that was the first thing that like piqued my interest about real estate and how it worked because I got interested in equity building. Okay. Uh, this was probably about 10 years ago now. And so you know, the first step and taking those courses. I'm like, I want to learn more about real estate. What do I do? Okay. I'm going to go get my real estate license. And so that's what I did. Got my license. And then from there I did um, like dabbled in real estate investing, fix and flips, right. buying homes. And um, it was at this time I was living in my hometown, New Orleans, Louisiana. And as you all may know, a uh, hurricane hit <laughs> New Orleans in 2005, Hurricane mm -hmm. Katrina. And so it was like completely like just devastated. Right. So a part of that like interest in real estate investment, real estate investing became a passion of rebuilding my hometown of New Orleans. So that's where the fix and flip kind of came into nice. play. But then I met a guy, we got married, 
he moved me to Houston and I decided to become a full-time real estate agent. And this was in 2015. Nice, nice. And the rest, as they say, <laughs> the rest is history. Or the history is okay. being written. We'll put it like that. Yeah. So, so we know how you got started. You know, we know we know the impetus, and and sometimes things like disasters, you know, like a hurricane, can be the impetus for those things. It's amazing how that is, yeah. right? But so let's talk about today. You know, where you are now. Are you a solopreneur? Is there a team? I did see you. You do have some folks that you work with on a team. Um, is that your team? So my team right now is more of an administrative team. I have an admin assistant. I have two transaction coordinators. And through um, building a downline through EXP, I have kind of pseudo agents that are a part of my group. Mm -hmm. uh, I am looking to bring agents on to a team. So they are officially part of my, my group called the Rare Group, Rachel Allen Real Estate Group. Nice. I like that. <laughs> so, I like that a lot. Yeah. Rachel yeah. Allen Real Estate. Man. Smart. that's smart that's like the first band i had we take the, the first letter of everybody's last name and came up with the name accused a-c-u-z-e so i like i like how you did that I like how you did that so now we know how you got into the business and we know how you have a group now and uh predominantly uh all the houston area or do you go back and forth to new orleans or, or new orleans uh, <laughs> I'm all or, Houston right now. All Houston, so all I haven't been back to New Orleans in three years since COVID hit. Which oh, is, wow. It's time for me to get back there and just. Yeah, I hear you. you know, Not a bad know. place to maybe set up office number two. Mm, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about that future. You know, let's put our prognostication hats on and be, you know, the, the geniuses we are and uh, talk about your vision board, you know, talk about what's what's uh, on the horizon. What what are the next one, three, and if you want to go out as far as five years, what does that look like for you and how do you plan on getting there? Well, I'll say my goal for the next year is to really focus on structuring a team, a self-sustainable team where it, it will not require me personally to transact. And so that's going to be um, building those lead generation structures, building good people good, reliable, solid team members. And then from there, I want to focus on real estate coaching. Oh. So being a coach and step out of the transaction space. Well, also, of course, I mean, it's always going to be in the background building my own investment portfolio with my husband. Right. And now let me ask you that um, because mm -hmm. I do talk to so many um, spousal team, what I call them spousal teams, you know, is he on your team or is he licensed as well? Or does he handle things for you? He is licensed. He primarily deals in wholesaling. So he's strictly on the investment side. And I do more of the consumer facing retail side, but our businesses are technically separate. I run what wow. I do in my business. He runs what he does in his business. And that's how we continue to stay married. <laughs> there you go. That's very <laughs> smart. My, but we I work was, for each other. So he's actually right. one of my biggest clients. Um, nice. So that's yeah, that's very that nice. Works. It's a nice symbiotic relationship, you know. We, we find ways to make it work. <laughs> there you go. Got something to talk about every night. You know? <laughs> Probably try not to talk about it. You're like, I don't want to hear it. I heard it all day. Right. Like, let's let's find something else to talk about. But honestly, like real estate is life. And I know that some people like it, they cringe when they hear like your work is everything. Right. I mean, of course, it's not everything, but it's definitely something that I love. It's something I'm passionate about. And honestly, he and I have a very similar philosophy is, you know, we want 
our life to focus around like even the work that we have to do we want it to be fun we want it to be something we enjoy doing so that is our life and a lot of that is the relationships we build the networking that we do and um i don't know yeah so so tell me this what you know tell me about houston let's talk about houston let's not let's pretend i don't know anything about houston okay uh but but tell me now what's the draw to houston and are are you getting a lot of influx into Houston or is it mainly people oh, yeah. moving in and around the city of Houston? What, you know, and, and how do you find those people in order to get in front of them? So I will say that the last few years, especially because of COVID, it stopped limiting people um, where they worked. So everything became remote, remote work. And then when you look at Houston relative to especially the East and West Coast, you know, states where property is not as affordable when you come to houston property is crazy what you can get for three four five hundred thousand dollars would be like literally a little shed or something on a small piece of land and some of some of those i live in in west palm beach i'm very familiar (laughs) with those sheds (laughs) yeah and i mean here five five hundred thousand dollars could get you a 4,000 square foot home, um, right. you know, on a, on a large lot. Yeah. And so I think that changed a lot of things here in Houston. And so I, we got an influx of buyers coming in, namely California or mm-hmm. uh, Washington state, uh, as far as clients that I saw and cash buyers, they're like, okay, ready to, ready to buy and not picky and just amazed by what they could get. So we've definitely seen a lot of that in the most recent years. And there's always going to be, you know, Houston is big in oil and gas, mm-hmm. which typically brings a lot of expats to the area. Right. And because of that, we have a strong rental market and a strong purchasing market. Now, you you do focus on rentals uh, a bit. Is that correct? I do because yeah. of the nature of just, I got started in real estate investing. And so naturally, I work a lot with people who want to start a real estate investing, like a, a single family home portfolio. Yeah, very, very, very so, smart. Very so smart. I find um, high earners who, you know, they make steady income. They want to start building up rental property. Yeah. And so every, you know, it's like, hey, let's go find a house. Now that we find the house, now you need a tenant. And so when those tenants come in, like it's constantly, yeah. all right, time to lease again, time to lease again. Yeah. And so we have a very steady system of bringing on, um, you know, lease listings, okay. as well as purchasing investment homes. Okay. And, and so you do look for investors for these homes or, or, or like a syndicate manager in a, in, a, in a sort where you're, you're putting deals together and finding investors for them? Less syndicate. It's um, when I think syndicate, I think like, okay, I find a deal and I'm bringing different investors to right. do a project, but I am, I think it's a little bit different when I'm okay. working with investors. I have my investors. I sit them down. We have a, a hour-long conversation so I could really understand their short-term and long-term goals. Okay. And I have a, an idea in mind of like, okay, you're looking for this kind of property. So I'll have my investors over here. And then I'm always looking at deals. I have different filters set up in my MLS that like send me reports every day. And so when I'm looking through them, like, okay, that's a good match for this investor. Let me see if they want it. And if they want it, then great. We move forward on it. If they don't, I shop it to the next investor. So it's not necessarily an investor saying, I want this and I'm going to look for the property. It's more of a matchmaker situation. How do you find the investors if you don't want me asking? Like like I find any other buyer or seller, just referrals 
uh, from my sphere. I talk about it a lot. And so um, it comes, uh, you know, from other agents who know what I do, but don't work with investors. They say, hey, I have this person. I don't know what to do with them or how to help them. Would you like to take them? for a, right. you know, for a split. So you're like the authority. I mean, that's, that's what it boils down to. You become the authority in your sphere, right? Yeah. 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 And awesome. so now we're going to start doing this year quarterly, like you want to learn about real estate investing and having like yeah. workshops where I bring partners awesome. in, lenders, attorneys, um, CPAs to kind of guide that's everyone. That's fantastic. So let me ask you this. You know, I don't like to use the word problem because I think we're we're solution givers, you know, we're, we're problem solvers. But what hurdles do you have to overcome on a regular basis that, you know, if I could solve with one magic wand swoop, you know, what what, what kind of hurdles do you run into on a regular basis? Uh, I think there's different kinds, like every transaction comes with its set of issues, whether it especially right now, we're just seeing changes in interest rates and financing. But I think the biggest, those are the easy ones, I think, for me. Um, The ones that are more difficult, I'm an idea person. So sometimes I get lost in my ideas. Ooh, what is it, like squirrel syndrome? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good idea. I want to start working on this. Uh, Now I want to do this. So I think for me, it's a little bit time management. There you go. Yeah, Um, very common. Yeah. Systems. So I've really been focusing on building systems this year so that perfect. I can scale. Perfect. Perfect. How would someone get in touch with you uh, if if they wanted to either buy, sell, or be an investor, or maybe even join your organization, Rachel? So um, the best way to get in contact with me is to schedule an appointment. I have a Calendly link that okay. I can give to you. It's calendly.com backslash rare group. Okay. And you can book an appointment that way, but you can also find me on Instagram. Same thing. It's rare group underscore exp realty. Perfect. Perfect. Drop a DM. Will do. So uh, this is something I always ask of my guests. And, you know, I always say that you're the hit record and I'm the DJ. I just spin the records. If anybody knows what records still are, but, <laughs> I do. but uh, <laughs> take us out with something positive, you know, something that's on your mind, your heart, your soul that you'd like to share with everyone. Uh, could be about work, could be about your spouse, could be about your dog, whatever you feel like, you know, you just like to tell everybody about that's uh, kind of on a positive note to send us out. Sure. So um, I have this bracelet. I don't know if it's going to show up the right way. A very okay. good. Let's see, I, I see know. it. Yeah. It says execution. And so okay. one of the things that members of my group we do every year is we pick a word that's going to be like our theme for the year and I mentioned I'm I'm the ideas person but I'm really focused on executing because my belief is that whatever we want we can have it we just have to go for it so if that's inspiration to anyone to like just do something like execute right whatever you want dream it and then go for it perfect I love it (laughs) Rachel, thanks so much for being on the program. I look forward to catching up with you over the next three, six, nine months. See what's going on in, uh, you know, my old stomping grounds of Houston. Yeah. Uh, Rachel Allen. Uh, the real... me up when you're yeah, I will. I will. <laughs> and, you know, I look forward to the next time we talk. And thank you for being on the program. Thank you so much for having me. Have a great rest of the week and a great weekend. You too. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.